on this channel. Hello, everybody, and happy holidays, everybody. Our, like, you know, post happy holidays. Um, be whatever holiday you celebrate or don't. Um, I actually, funny enough, I was looking at H Bomber Guy the other day and he did an episode about the war on Christmas and it was <laughs> just really hilarious about how many people really think people are attacking Christmas because they say happy holidays. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope everyone had, um, a good Christmas, um, a good Hanukkah. I don't know if Hanukkah has already ended. Um, I think it's in. Hold on. I know up. it started so last be, week. I want to. I want to be more informed, so I'm going to look this up. Go ahead. Go, okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, I want to say that Hanukkah. It's eight days. Yeah, it's eight days. I know that, and it started last week. I believe. I forget if it was last week or the week before. And the reason I say this, everyone, I know this sounds weird. I'm not Jewish. Um, I have had the pleasure of knowing many people who are Jewish in my life. And so I am always around them when um, Hanukkah is starting. But also, I live down the street from a very nice Jewish neighborhood. And um, they were celebrating the first day of Hanukkah, which I did know. But I don't, I'm old, and I don't remember if it was last week. <laughs> I think it was. I believe it was. Anyway, point is, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, Christmas. Um, I don't know any other December seasonal holidays, but I'm sure there are others. Um, and Festivus, wasn't that the, the goofy thing from Seinfeld? Happy all things, you know. Um, it's all good. Um, so, yeah. Welcome to the Key Items Podcast, your local Southern Fried Podcast here in Georgia. Um, I hear, a, like, weird typing in the background. I think it's my clicky mouse. Like, oh, this mouse is very clicky. Okay, 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 okay. Um, anyway, um, I wasn't necessarily trying to get into the nuances of Hanukkah, everybody. But I just now, now I'm curious. So I'm going to figure out more about this later. Okay. But, uh, uh, it was the 10th through the 18th. There we go. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought it had I thought it had already ended. I was pretty sure it had already ended. Mm -hmm. um, just from osmosis, I never sit there and ask anyone who's Jewish, and I'm like, okay, when does it stop? Um, <laughs> that I, sounds a little bit that sounds a little awkward question just, to ask it that way yeah i just what is this over i just piece it together um anyway um yeah welcome to the nerd key items podcast this is our quote-unquote holiday episode um uh, i honestly wanted to have something like a, a jingle that i was going to write up um, I haven't done anything really stupid in an intro in a while and i thought it was a dude mm -hmm. however I had been very busy um, yesterday. All of my morning was making um, bread for my family. Like a oh, let's baker. get this bread. Yeah, I was making bread for my family that I dropped off because I was still kind of sick. Not especially super bad, but enough that I want to stay away from my own like very old nana. And so, yeah, like so I made bread anyway and I like just kind of gave it to them through the door of my car um 
and whatnot. It was delivery bread. It was delivery bread. It was nice. Everyone liked it. Everyone's asking me, do I deal in drugs now because my food is like crack? And I was like, ha, 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 ha. That's, that's a good one. But no, I don't. I don't deal with drugs. Uh, was it a good one? Really? If the bread is good, though, maybe you need to start like selling that bread for you know, I probably, much an ounce. I probably could if I really put my nose to the grinder. I'm fairly good for those of you listening. I'm, I'm pretty good in the kitchen. Um, I'm no Michelin chef, but I'm pretty. I'm all right at what I do. Um, and baking bread is actually something I'm really good at. I'm not as good at baking pastries as my fiance. Oh, by the way, people listening to the podcast, I am now engaged. Ah, um, yes, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Yes, all the, all the, the clapping that's happening. <laughs> um, I've been with my fiance for years at this point. Honestly, it's more of a like like formal <laughs> delivery um but yeah my fiance is actually really really good at baking pastries that's like she's good at it and i mean like in a way that her shit ain't sweet like super sweet like people really liking cakes that taste like sugar bombs and her cakes mm. taste like actual fucking like pastries um mm. But yeah, it's 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 pretty good. She's pretty good. Um, she made a lemon raspberry cake the other day, um, which was delicious. Um, so anyway, I'm going into this whole weird ranting area of the podcast. Um, this episode—that's well, what you come here for. By this point, that's true. At this point, you come to this podcast for the the segues, not the subjects. <laughs> like, mm, how are they going to transition this one this should, should be interesting that should be our, our, our motto from now. come for the segues come, come, come for the segues stay for the uh the key items they can't come for the segues stay for the subject yeah, yeah that'll work um but anyway um yeah this will be a chill episode it's a holiday episode we're all in post holiday mode and everything like that i'm hoping to not do anything today but game i was supposed to do that the last two days um and um arnold's brother came over and wanted to put puzzles together um which he I needs mean, to pick up by the way um he'll put to let him in the house yeah, bro don't even don't even i i let him in on request uh, <laughs> um but yeah we put together um two nintendo puzzles we put together a zelda puzzle um and then we put together an eevee puzzle the eevee puzzle being my fiance's um and he's supposed to come get the zelda puzzle it's been in our house for a week now um i'm about to break it like i'm just gonna throw (laughs) it into a wall um he doesn't come get this stupid puzzle um but yeah anyway um all the segues aside i am as you heard the voices are normal hosted everybody um he's mr what is it how does the song go he's mr. oh are you trying to do yeah, the yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> shit um anyway for those of you who looked at like stop motion animation as a child Dustin, man there's there's rank <laughs> sorry go ahead oh no go, oh i was gonna just say i'll introduce you to you can say what you're gonna say um um he's mr nice christmas it's Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> and our Rudolph yeah, is Arnold. Why well, I gotta be Rudolph, man? Because you're the youngest, and you're a little bit still 
kind of can be impressionable. Like Rudolph. Like, you know. Ah, trash dear, bro. Rudolph, he <laughs> fucking saved Christmas. Saves Christmas. Yeah, like, what exactly. do you mean trash? At you're not maybe at least you're not baby new year over here. Right. He's getting made fun of. He has the freaking <laughs> ability to control the light spectrum in his nose. He's like an omega mutant. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Actually, no, he's probably on more like Dazzle's level, but like, <laughs> he's, like cool? a, he's like a beta mutant here. Yeah, but um, but anyway, yeah, what Dustin was saying, like, um, yeah, those the- Rankin past predictions are like amazing, those are really good and terrifying. Like, cr- yeah, they, they have that sort of uncanny valley thing going on, so sometimes. creepy. And I watch them every year, and I don't know why. Um, there's so many of them too like it seems like every time i turn around there's one on tv and i'm like i've never seen this one what is this one right like stop (laughs) stop motion is crazy it's a lost art um and it's so strange because they're not it's not like they're making new ones it's just like oh yeah there was also this one about a nun and it's like what right and you're like what what are you talking about like did you guys just sit in a room all day with clay and like just mold little things around of course, um, yeah, but they. <laughs> I I used to enjoy some stop motion. Um, I was also a little bit of a fan of Gumby as a kid. Um, I love Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit is also very. I love very Wallace and Gromit. Classic stop motion animation. Here. I used to watch it so much, so much. And I'll be honest, I only watched it because every time they had a snack, they would eat cheese and crackers, and I wanted that shit so bad. Like, I had cheese and crackers in the house. I just wanted their cheese and crackers. Um, and yeah, then, they made that yeah, their clay, cheese is from the moon. <laughs> yes. Need some expensive-ass cheese. What's crazy is that at the time, I didn't know the differences of, um, like, American, like, factory-style cheese versus cheese that's produced usually in Europe. So when I would see them make cheese, and they would just take a knife, like, literally, like, a stick through, like, a hot knife through butter on their cheese and just spread it kind of like creamishly on the cheese. I would be like, I mean, on the cracker, I would be like, what kind of cheese are you eating? Like, <laughs> didn't have any processed, pasteurized processed cheese food there. I got cheese product. I got this craft block that I got to like cut a chunk off of that my dad's going to be angry about because I'm eating his cheese. My dad, for everyone can know this about my dad. My dad is a great guy. Wonderful dad. Um, a bit of a hard ass when I was younger. He softened up for my younger siblings. Um, but, <laughs> um, but um, he used to buy his own cheese. Like he used to buy a block. You know the block of craft cheese that you see in the yeah. store? Yeah, that was his cheese. He would buy the, the shitty floppy ass discus like floppy disc cheese for us from uh, the american singles for us kids but the pasteurized processed cheese product right he would get the one the, that actually be labeled cheese because it's not technically yes cheese. on that one that was more plastic than dairy um he would he would then buy himself a block of cheese and he would eat it kind of like you would like cheese and crackers but it would be his cheese you couldn't touch it but Every summer, he knew what was going to happen, and I knew what was going to happen because I was at home for the summer, and he was out at work, and middle school me would go into that fridge and chop up blocks of cheese and watch um, tech TV um, and (laughs) watch all the game rating channels and everything like that. And he would come home, and he would be like, who ate my cheese? And I'd look at him, 
and he'd look at me and it'd be silent and I'd be like I don't know why you asking who ate your cheese because I'm the only <laughs> one who go eat cheese brother <laughs> but um but anyway um all jokes aside let's actually go ahead and jump into what some people may have come here for let's jump into our next issues Next Issues is part of the podcast where we talk about the news, <laughs> the stuff that's been happening in the gaming cosmos. Um, I personally have no news, so I'll go first. Okay, hi. There's no news. <laughs> I, there wasn't there one, one little piece of news? Oh, you know what? Thank you. Um, <laughs> my joke's ruined, but thank you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to ruin the oh, joke. No, no, I, had no. to, I had to preserve it for the sake of the game. Oh, no, you're anyway. fine. I There's been a Stardew Valley update, everybody. Um, the most recent update. The biggest update, I think, actually. There is a lot of secrets in it. And if you enjoy Stardew Valley, I won't say anything. But I read up on all the secrets, and holy shit. If you like Stardew Valley, get this update. Play it. It's completely free, of course, like all the other updates. Um, the developer usually processes updates really quickly. So, of course, it's first coming out to PC. That's where it originally came on. But if you play on the consoles, like the Switch or um, PlayStation or the Xbox, the update will be um, very soon. Probably within, like, the beginning of next month, you know. Um, they don't take very long for the updates to push out. Um, but I've heard about this update. I think it's 1.5. It is a good update. It's a it's good. I know a lot about Stardew Valley. I've gotten a lot of people into Stardew Valley. Um, one of them being my fiance, who played has played a lot of Stardew Valley. Um, a lot of Stardew Valley. So it's so it's much pretty good. So much. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's my news. I guess we'll go to Dustin next, and then we'll jump on to Arnold last because he has the most news. Yes, I didn't um, yeah, I don't have. <laughs> what again, Arnold? I don't. I said, I don't I said it's, it's not really that much. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, um, I don't have a whole lot of news either. Um, I do have one thing because I know at least one person I think here has watched this show. Uh, Cells at work. The manga is ending in January. Last issue is just said to be published <laughs> uh, in January. It needs um, to end anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true sadness. Oh, Cells at work. It's wrapping up in January. I don't think Sorry, we mentioned ahead. it on the podcast, but Cells at Work is a it's a humorous manga and comic. Um, mm-hmm. I make fun of Arnold. Arnold really likes it, uh, but it's fine. It's not top tier comedy, but it's pretty funny. Like it's it's like if you like Sergeant Frog kind of stuff, it's in that level of like anime comedy, um, mm-hmm. which I I applaud. I've I've seen. A couple episodes of it. Not I've never been moved enough to finish it, but it if it's on, I'll look at it. It's pretty. It's pretty yeah. funny. I, I have a degree in biology, so looking at it makes me giggle. You know, um, <laughs> but outside of that, if you don't know anything about biology, it's a really good way to teach you about biology. Um, mm-hmm. Not you're not gonna get out, come out of with with a PhD, but you'll come out of it a lot more knowledgeable than you know. Um, the platelets are the best part of the show. Um, if I'm correct, Arnold, the platelets are the cute kids, right? Yeah, the little kids. Yeah, they're they're the best part because they're all like construction workers, but they all wear like they're all children, and they all wear like gigantic like 
big shirts that are too big for their bodies, but they have on like work boots and helmets. And <laughs> they're like, okay, we need to repair this stuff and lock this up. And it's the best. Um, but okay, go ahead. This thing. Um, so I don't really know about this series too much, but I thought this, this, this headline caught my attention because it's such an unusual thing to happen. Um, so Tokyo Babylon, Babylon 2021 is an anime series that's was set to debut in April, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's being delayed because apparently some of the staff referenced costume designs for two characters from other sources without permission. And so they delayed it for plagiarism. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they're going to have to redesign those characters apparently because they, they improper were improperly influenced without permission from um, characters designs from something else. Japanese copyright law is intense. Like, yeah, it, it, all I can think about when I heard that is like, yeah, now maybe my students will learn if even anime can get delayed by plagiarism. By plagiarism? Plagiarism? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we have uh, so much plagiarism within things. It's crazy. Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Apparently, it's a clamp series, by the way. So, interesting. oh, okay. It'll be weird then. It's clamp. There'll be everybody will be. With long necks and long legs and and weird bodies. Man, (laughs) they've gotten better at that now. They've shortened it out. I fucking hate the long legs and the long limbs of clamp characters in the old school days. Fucking. They they do look very Gios, though. Okay, yeah. Gios is their moneymaker, so I'm not surprised if they keep up with that that animation style and art style. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I think that's. Apparently there was a new trailer at some point for um, the Shaman King reboot, remake, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I saw. Um, that. I hadn't watched that trailer yet, but apparently that's out there. So keep in mind that's coming. I think hopefully it'll be good. I it's hope. cool. Yeah. It looks. Um, I'm a big fan of Shaman King. Read the manga. Looked at all the anime. Um, God, I hope they get rid of the racist shit in it. But um, <laughs> it is. It looks good. I'm still happy about it, but it definitely looks like oh yeah, they're just rebooting. Um, a series you like and it, they made it shinier you know mm-hmm. um yeah i'll be interested for it but it seems about right the original i don't think i don't know if they got the original voice actor or voice actress for yo the main character but it sounds close mm-hmm. i know the. i really don't think the original voice actress for um his sidekick i forget his name i know it I think it starts with an m he looks like a potato um <laughs> But yeah, like it's yeah, I, I I'm still excited. I like Shaman King. That's cool. But okay. Yep. Well that's all I got. That's two new segments done in record paced Arnold. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> okay, so I mean truly really mostly just C D Project Red. Yeah, let's shit on um, them some more. So first is uh C D Project Red is facing a class action lawsuit over Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, this is for uh, law firms alleged executives lied about the state of the game console version, and it's currently looked up. Um, currently looking for a shareholder to serve as lead plaintiff. So this is about like a whole bunch of investors are basically mad that CD Projekt Red lied to them. So saying, go ahead, sorry. Uh, saying, um, saying how they basically were lied to when the, when they were saying the game was like. I believe it was the beginning of this year when they, when like an executive CD Projekt Red said, oh, the game is playable, we're just working out a few kinks, mm-hmm. which, you know, was a lie. Um, yeah. It wasn't actually, apparently this is, um, 
there was like after this game launched and the shitstorm happened, there was a like an emergency meeting with executives talking to developers, mm-hmm. and the developers were basically like, "Why'd you tell them all about these things? Like, uh, like why'd you tell them the game was functional in January when you knew it wasn't?" And then <laughs> their their response was, "We'll take responsibility for it." And yeah. then another developer told them. So how do you feel about our game? Basically, he said like, "How do you feel about our game?" Let's talk about corporate. Oh, you mean the, um, yeah, yeah, the one that says, "How do you feel about a game that's talking about corporate um, corruption, but you're making people work overtime and stuff?" Yeah, and yeah. The, um, there was a very vague response <laughs> from the higher ups about that. Mm-hmm. So I applaud that man or woman. Yeah, I've heard about that quote. I heard that quote. I will say this about the class action lawsuit because I think um, some players are getting involved and stuff like that with this. Here's my thing with this, and this is going to come off as, once again, James defending the company. And I'm not because you guys, if you heard my last episode, mm, I don't fucking like CD Projekt Red. I don't know how I feel about everyone jumping on the bandwagon to sue somebody. Because this 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 stinks of the same thing with Joy Cons. People mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like to applaud a company until they make them grumpy, and then once that company's made them grumpy, they feel the need to take them to court. My thing is, be more adult about it. Stop trying to cash in your money and make a big bank off of other people's misery, because that's what's going to happen. Like if you sue them, you're going to destroy people's jobs and other people. And don't get me wrong, fuck the higher ups who fucked over their workers and everything like that. But remember, the higher-ups probably will take the least impact to this. Um, Mm -hmm. What you do, and this is the best way if you want to destroy a company or hurt a company in gaming in particular, stop buying their fucking games. Oh, look at that. You fixed the problem. Like it's, It's really simple. And here's the reason I say it's really simple. Game companies, and I say this again, I'll say it a thousand times, they want your fucking money. If you stop giving them your money, they will probably do something to get your money again. They will probably try to improve. You you see, the Wii U had garbage sales. And the next system was the Nintendo Switch. Do you see? a trend like it's it's not hard people it's not hard if you if you truly don't and and i think people can do it more with nintendo it seems like people be like ah, i'm not buying nintendo but when it comes to shit like the big boy games the games that make you feel like a manly man where you shoot someone in the face because that's manly apparently people still buy the game but then they want to sue the people it's just stop hype training. Just stop it. Just stop. Just like, don't always sue a company based off that. And also, Arnold said this before while we were talking uh, more privately, and it's very true, um, that if you're an investor, that's your decision to invest. Like, it, like rich people say it all the time about poor people. It's like, oh, you didn't spend your money correctly. That's why you don't have any. Well, I'm sorry, investors with a lot of money. You invested in a game that probably wasn't going to be great anyway. You could have just come to this podcast and learned that. Like, um, 
So I'm I'm weird about when it comes to class action lawsuits, um, mainly because class action lawsuits, when it's against something that hasn't physically harmed the customer, because CD Projekt Red has definitely harmed its workers, but no one's going mm-hmm. to a class action lawsuit for that. They're going to a class action lawsuit because someone's penis and boob flew across the screen on a video game that they thought was about to be game of the year. Um I don't approve of that. That just seems like more greed. That's just greed feeding onto greed. Um, if you're going to take a company to court, like you, you notice, there's no class loss and lawsuit for people with Ubisoft. You know, I'm more about how the workers have been impacted, um, because gamers, one, we have plenty of games to bounce back off of, but also gamers can be hypocrites. Gamers will be like, oh. This game company's horrible, but this game company's good, even though they're doing the exact same practices or worse. You know? So, it's just, it's in between. Um, that's my take anyway. I don't know about you guys. No, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, for the, the investors, like I said, they're basically gambling. It's just a higher stake of gambling. It's their fault for... And I'm about to make some big money, and then, the, you know... They're trying to get the game out faster, but if you get something quicker, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's going to be better, right? So really, if you think about it, it's their fault too. It it, it is. Yeah. It's partially their fault. Go ahead, Dustin. And I think it also is it's it's re-emphasizing the problem with how they go about game development in a sense of like un- unreasonable crunch because you know very well if they told those investors, "Hey, it'll be it's ready," um, mm-hmm. then. Then they're going and the, they're thinking in the back of their mind, okay, so we're going to have to really crunch because if they call us on this, mm-hmm. it's got to be ready. Mm-hmm. Rather than just being honest and saying, hey, um, so it's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So if you want out, you can go ahead and pull out, but we need to put more time into it for it to be good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, completely agree. And Shareholders trying – well, I won't say shareholders because I'm sure – well, I won't say that either, but um, <laughs> trying to appease shareholders at the expense of everyone else is the root of a lot of a lot of yes. bad business practices. Yes. Trying to appease the other rich people so that you can be rich and then harming your workers is a problem. And the problem I put I put some responsibility on us as gamers, not all of it, because clearly the companies mm-hmm. are out for it. But gamers, like, you do have a fucking duty. You may not think it because responsibility scares you, and that's okay. You're still immature. But when you decide to grow up and join the rest of us adults, um, you have a bit of a responsibility to your gaming community. And one of those things is, one, becoming more informed, but also, like, acting on that. Like, just don't learn something and then just go, well, that's not my exact problem. It It is, because it will impact your games down the line. People are always like, oh, it's not on my games it's not the kind of games i like you know i'm pretty sure rpgers particularly jrpgers thought oh microtransactions will never come after me and now look at our games we have dlcs for costumes and shit and you know at the end of the day most jrpg players are going to be like fuck that i don't want that but the fact that they're even there you know Mm -hmm. like stop supporting it or at least speak out about it and talk about it or you know buy your games at a cheaper price down the line or just don't buy the game as soon as it comes out like be an adult and make a decision that you think will actually be more impactful even just to you you know because 
Cyberpunk, part of this happened because of fans like getting excited because Keanu Reeves popped up at E3 for a split second. I remember being the only person at the time going, eh, it's Keanu. Who cares? Like I was, and I like Keanu Reeves. I think he's a nice guy. But um, like clearly using all that hype and everything for people that further pushed the game's excitement um, and everyone learning about it. But then no one, I heard no one, unless you were like, part of the community was impacting talk about like the LGBT issues in the game or like that. And everyone's like, Oh, well, you know, I just want to, you know, have a good time and shoot things with my robot legs. And I'm like, God, what are you eight? Like, you know, like take some time, like, and learn these things. And, and at the end of the day, if you still want to support this game and um, give it a chance, I can't completely disagree with that. But be more mindful nowadays. Like, be more proactive about stuff. And don't just do it with everything. Um, not just CD Projekt Real with anything. You know, I, I do a lot of research on games before I buy them, for the most part. Um, and I learn about all sorts of stuff. Even games that I think are really great. You know, I like to know about stuff down the line. So if I have to speak on it or defend it or speak out for it or something like that it's important things to know because i've heard people talk about how nintendo um has done crunch for like chrono trigger um and i get really upset about that because the actual history around chrono trigger one there's a whole other company involved it wasn't just nintendo but um squaresoft for everyone who doesn't know and is also a child um but also the crunch around Chrono Trigger was made the it's it's how companies utilize and romanticize crunch the actual thing where people are really passionate and they work on it like really hard um mm-hmm. it wasn't that someone forced anyone to do it but like the the creator of the music which is brilliant in Chrono Trigger he like he one he asked for the job like he came into a room and barged in and was like yo I want a big project Gimme, 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 gimme. And like, they were like, oh, here's Chrono Trigger. Well, it has to come out pretty soon. You you think you can do it? And he was like, uh, yes. And no one like kept shoving crap at him. He just worked his ass off. He almost died. Um, but like, yeah, because you know, um, he didn't, wasn't it been like something like, I don't remember, like just a couple months or just weeks a few or something months. like It was mm-hmm. not long. And the guy worked his butt off. And you can tell the difference between a form of self-imposed crunch where you do really feel passionate about it versus you're being murdered across the head by your overseer to do it. But it's it's not mandatory. It's just that we'll not right. renew your contract <laughs> right. if you don't do it. Right. And that's the reason I can respect fucking Nintendo because Nintendo is blunt. They're like, this is about to be really fucking hard. You're going to have to work fucking long hours. And then after Nintendo's done, you know what they do? They pay their fucking workers and then they let them have breaks. Nintendo will, their their top CEOs will lose money to make sure people are paid. And then yet people are sitting here going like, oh, these old men are so backwards at Nintendo. It's like, well, you know what? If that's the difference between working for a young guy and like having mental health order disorders and stuff like that from it are like working really hard, but then getting paid and not being miserable, 
I'll work for the old person. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just I, I say all this not necessarily to come into Nintendo's defense, but to give people examples of game companies like who can do something sort of right by their people. And yeah. I think that's an important thing to take away from the CD Projekt Red thing is that it's not just the game was bad. Yeah, the game was shit. But it hurt people to be shit, you know? Yeah, it, they were trying their best not to make it that way, but they were just so overworked. Yeah. And so rushed that it just like, yeah. I don't blame any of the developers because they were clearly trying to do something good here. But you can't do everything perfect when you are literally being forced to con- constantly work over and over again without mm-hmm. like some some pause, you know. Yeah, and if you've ever done anything creative, you know how hard it is to be creative when you're super pressed to the limit. Right, like it's just really difficult to keep doing it over and over again and expecting a new result, you know. Um, but yeah. Arnold, continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was that was honestly really it. Uh, okay. The only small thing, I guess, is that uh, so apparently Microsoft, when I said last time, was just doing some um, full refunds, not all, but now they're granting full refunds, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently GameStop has joined uh, with the full refunds, which I honestly didn't think they would do that. I oh wow, GameStop actually giving a refund? Are you sure they're not giving you store credit? <laughs> That's I, it may be store credit, but I'm not surprised because of the fact that GameStop, if everyone's doing it, GameStop has enough bad PR right now that they're going to join in. Like I don't think it was out of the good nature of GameStop's heart. I think because CD Projekt Red is so bad right now, so problematic. Companies are trying to distance themselves from it. They're all trying to like, you know, um, it's not us, it's them. Right. It's it's kind of like when you back like a really horrible near Hitler-esque president and he loses, and you start to distance yourself politically from him because you know your gravy boat's leaving. I'm not saying that's what's currently happening right now. Um but I am saying that's what's currently happening right now. <laughs> um, actually, on that note, before we jump into it, um, small nerd note. I have been going through history um, these last couple of days, just reading and listening to stuff about stuff that you all know in history and stuff that's happened. And man, well, hopefully not. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It, 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 this connects with my point, but um, yeah, what Dustin gotcha, says. Hopefully, gotcha. hopefully you know your history. Um, but man, one, let's all agree that Hitler and Nazis are horrible. Like, I don't think that's a big statement to make. Um, the world, the universe at large would have been better without Hitler and Nazis. Like, yeah, it just... I don't think that's controversial to say. Um, but also, good God. Hitler is like one of the biggest cowards ever. Um, like just going through his history and just hearing the things about Hitler. it He basically hurt people because he had a tantrum. Like yep. he, he was just, he was a horrible, weak man. Um, and... 
And what's scary is uh, the way he came into power is very, very reflective of the last couple of years of American presidency. Um, luckily, I think we nipped it in the bud. But, like, the the parallels are scary. Like, mm-hmm. the parallels are intensely scary. And it's crazy to me that it's like we even can, like, agree with our current presidential individual, like, after that. Um, but then also, I was going through some Civil War history. And boy, if you just replace guns with the word slaves, like, <laughs> it's almost parallel. Like, it's crazy. Like, you, me and my fiance were just looking at it, and I was like, holy shit. Like, the stuff I'm hearing and reading is basically, like, pound for pound. If you just replace slaves with guns, are I don't want to wear a mask. Like, it's like, what's wrong with people? Everyone read history is what I'm getting at. Just, just, just learn, you fuckers. Um, read a book. Read a book. Anyway, that was my um, public service announcement. Let's jump into our patch notes. Patch Notes is part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been up to, what we've been playing, what we've been watching. Um, This also will be quick for me. Um, I don't even got to look at my notes to be sure what I had. Um, I won't spoil anything because I don't know if Arnold has finally watched it or um, I know Dustin definitely hasn't watched it. Um, Uh, Of Mando? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've watched it with Brando. Okay, so you've watched it. Um... I'm going to say my feelings on it. I would like to know your feelings on it, Arnold, but don't give any spoilers, all right? Yeah, because I'll probably watch it later. Yeah. Um, Season two has ended. It was a horrible season. It was a really bad season. The last two episodes, however, were drastic improvements of that season. That season, not the show. The first season is still better to me than all of... Like season two combined, um, the second to last episode was actually decent. Um, it was a little bit stupid, if I'm honest. It was, if I'm honest, it was a bit dumb, but it was in a way that was fine. A um, fun dumb instead of a bad dumb. Yeah, it was a fun yeah. enough dumb episode. The last episode was done really well, but. The very last part was clearly fan bait crap. Um, And I don't like fan bait pandering crap. Not to say it was bad. The way it was presented was good, actually. I enjoyed that. But it was garbage. Like, it it was like garbage writing. Like, it really, truly was, um, in my opinion. But the presentation was well done enough. That I thought it was a good episode. I can appreciate garbage when you dress it up in bacon. I don't know, um, but <laughs> like it was. Um, metaphor there. 
I I I don't like season two still, and I don't think season three will be good. I think it will get grab people's attention. I think it's good for the easily amused and um, people who just who just who like Star Wars because it's Star Wars. Um, basically, new fans of Star Wars are really ravenous fans of Star Wars. Um, people that can't get enough Star Wars, right? People who are just like when they see the Death Star, they foam at the mouth. Um, but yeah, that was my opinion of it. Um, season was pretty bad all around. Um, what did you think, Arnold? Um, I'm inclined to pretty much to agree with everything you said. I didn't really enjoy season two. Uh, mm-hmm. Season one is actually still better. The ending two episodes, uh, they were all right. They were pretty. They no, they were good. They weren't pretty good. They were just good. Yeah, they were good. Um, I have to say. I did not like the ending. Really? Of the last episode. That would, like you said, the fan bait bit. Yeah. I Yeah, I didn't. That came out of, like, left field. It was. It was very forced. It was very, like, why is this happening? You're- and the surprise, and, like, the surprise. You know, I had to tell your brother what the surprise was. He still didn't get it as he was watching it. I was like, bruh, do you not get what's happening? And he was like, and, and so everyone gets context. Oh, well, hold on, wait. I don't back the you didn't want the again? surprise in the second to last episode. Wait, which one are you talking I, about? Sorry, I'm cur- so right now when I when I met surprise, I'm at the second half. Oh, the second to last episode. Okay, huh. before the last episode. Okay, how you know how it happened? to me. Okay, yeah. Okay, I thought the ending. How like how it happens in the last episode, the the surprise of the sixth episode. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's how it was going to be done. Oh, okay, okay, that makes that would have been that. I felt like that would have been more impactful. But I I see what you and, mean. I see what you mean. I felt everything was kind I, of. Just, I'm sorry, we're being vague, guys. Yeah, um, we are. If you, to, we're not trying to spoil it for Dustin. Um, um, it's kind of like that. Oh yeah, you saw that bit. Oh yeah, sorry. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen the Mandalorian, then don't worry about this segment of the podcast. If you do want to watch it, but you're curious about our opinions, now you have it without spoilers. Um, don't get me wrong, everybody. At some point, I will always just give out the spoilers, <laughs> but I like to give everyone a a. a fair shot at seeing it mm-hmm. um beforehand and this is fresh this isn't like we're talking about the ending to a game that's been like 15 years or something like that I, yeah like final fantasy 7 yeah like <laughs> i'm gonna spoil that Man, remember when people got up remember when people got mad about people spoiling that game when the, the remake came out right they were like yeah, don't heard, spoil it and that. i was like get over your goddamn self and i i even know the ending to the remake and i'm like Guys, how old is Final Fantasy VII? Final Fantasy VII came out in '97. <laughs> I was eight years old. Um, it's old. It's an Two old game. Decades. Close. Close. Yeah, it's, you can't be saying, "Oh man, don't spoil a game that's fucking two decades old." It's not only that. It's not. Also, even, I apologize if y'all hear background people today. Oh, I don't. I haven't heard anything. It's all good. Okay. Um, yeah, me neither. Final Fantasy VII is so old. It's just. It's just people don't want to spoil because it's the. Here's, tool. here's how old it is. I was born that year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Arnold was born. It's old. And like, it's not, um, it's not even that big of a spoiler. Like, Aerith dies. That's yeah, the man, big you know, spoiler. You know, Mustang's a big spoiler. That's the big spoiler. Like, like Eric <laughs> dies and Cloud is a drug-addled loser. Like, that's what it is. Like, he can't be a loser. Look at all those belts. It, um, it's it's that's all that it is. Um, um, Barrett's friend is a mercenary. What else? Vincent's wife died in a lab. Girlfriend died in the lab. Sephiroth has a mother complex. She came to the planet. People go into the lake. <laughs> also, I'm at, I'm at the same Cat Sith is a spy. Uh, like, <laughs> things that don't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, what did you say? Oh, PlayStation Brown are bragging about ray tracing detail reflections, not bra. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold sent a picture um, about the ray tracing um, reflections and stuff like that. And it's a picture of Pokemon Sapphire and Ruby. Uh, yeah, and, um, and, 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 and Emerald. Um, and they have the characters reflecting in the pond. Um, <laughs> yes. And you know what's sad? I don't know if it's just because I'm an old school type person. But I'm looking at this. I'm like, man, this game still looks good. Anyway. <laughs> um, it really does. It looks. Oh, that's per- the thing too. It looks like what a lot of people do retro design video games nowadays. It looks like that. Um, looks mm-hmm. good, but yeah, Mandalorian season two was fine. I um, here's my expectation for season three is that hopefully it's better than season two. Obviously, it's not a very. But high I don't think. Set. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty low bar. It's uh, but like, I don't think. After season season one, I don't think it's going to be better than season one. It won't ever be as good as season one. They've set it up so it can never return to season one's genius design. And I say genius as if it's done something new. It doesn't. It just does what's been done really well. Um, It will never come back to that. I think season three onward... God, I hope there's not more than season three. Um... It's all for Depends spectacle. on how well it does. Yeah, it's you know what though, spectacle. I I find it. I know y'all meme on my boy Boba Fett, um, but I do enjoy that character. I'm glad to see he actually does show. Then in the you know the movies where he said five words and then he died. Well, you already given a spoiler right there, buddy. At least no, for this. I knew that. Okay, no, you already knew that. Okay, cool. I can't, I can't because Google like spoils everything That's because true. people don't know how to keep their mouse shut on Screen Rant. That's true. I'm oh my screen god, rant. Screen Rant is Screen Rant and comic book re- is it resource whatever it's. Yeah, they are garbage. Um, Jesus, they're really um, <laughs> um, fuck. Sometimes I look at their articles and I'm just angry. Anyway, um, I was going to say. Anyway, I was going you to. Sc- you want to write about Screen Rant? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. I'm my bad. Was gonna say for Arnold um, when he said Boba Fett, I I crap on Boba Fett because Boba Fett's not a good character. I don't care what anyone says. I I know Arnold likes him, but here's the objective truth, everybody. Tell me Boba Fett's personality. I'll wait. This bitch ain't got one. <laughs> he got he maybe got a little more one in the novels, but that's like getting into levels of nerddom where it's like. Most now people that, don't get that. That's fair. That's fair. 
But if I'm going to say what Boba Fett's personality is from my perspective, I'm going to just say rocket launcher. His personality is rocket launcher. Cool armor. And barely cool armor. Like, it looks shoddy. It looked dirty. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't look good to me. But, here's hear me out, people. I can understand why people like Boba Fett. But, like, if you ever get into a debate with me about Boba Fett, I'm about to hurt your feelings. Because, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't like Boba Fett. He's one of the worst written parts of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> There's a joke here. It's like... But, if you get uh there, there, there will be disintegrations if you get into a <laughs> um but yeah boba fett is um he he is like i'm trying to think of an anime equivalent he's the big sword character he's just cool because you want him to be cool not he's saying- honestly that piece of that character in Bleacher Nardo that shows up and looks really cool because the artist put a lot of effort into the design and then like he doesn't actually show up again. Yeah, he's just yes. there for one episode. Yes, yes. Like, oh, look how cool I look. I see you never. Exactly. He's that, he's that guy that Kubo drew out and then couldn't think of what to do with. <laughs> exactly. That's what Boba Fett is. He's concept art. Um, but yeah, The Mandalorian, it ended better than it started, so I'll give him credit there, but I don't feel Star Wars is about to be... I don't think Star Wars would be good anymore, if I'm honest. I think now Star Wars is about to become Marvel, and it's about just about to be reduced to popcorn-filling trough shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of gratifying to hear Arnold's brother get upset because he's he will now he now ran I mean out. I've never been a Star Wars no 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 this is what I mean this is what I mean by this um hear me out I'm not happy that your brother's upset but I'm happy to hear I I warn everyone that's a fan of something that more of it does not make it better and they all roll their eyes they're all like whatever James you're just I don't know I'm a fan of oxygen and I think more oxygen it will always be good for me <laughs> More oxygen will literally kill you. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, what I mean by that is that um, he now is getting into arguments with people who are becoming fans of it and are insulting older fans of it. And I so now he knows the feeling. Now he knows the feeling that I'm telling people. I'm like, listen, new fans are always good. But new fans who come in and shit on older stuff because they don't want to take the time to read and learn about it are just as bad as toxic fans who keep people out. Like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. you're not a gatekeeper, but you're like you're the you're the young kid tripping up old people for the fact that they're old. Can you, can you <laughs> yeah, stop talking about history. Again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all become yeah, part so of it. it. Um, go ahead. Go. Um, I was gonna say, don't so don't be ageist even in your fandoms because yeah. you can have toxic fans who are new fans and toxic fans who are old fans. And also, like it's really important to understand, like you're if you're a new fan to something, someone and something made it that big. Like, mm-hmm. like it's like when I hear people shit on the original Pokemon games, they're like they're really not that good. It's like okay, you you're playing Platinum, right? How the hell you think Platinum even came into existence? Um, exactly. So, like, anyway, um, I always want to bring those up because it's important to appreciate the future and also appreciate the past for things. Um, but, yeah, that's what I've been watching. 
other only thing I've been playing has been um, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. I am in the last dungeon of the game. And if you anyone knows about JRPGs, and this is like a JRPG of JRPGs, it is a long fucking alienist type place with really tough enemies everywhere and if you want to get all the nice items you have to fight them um i will say this though because of how the combat is designed in trails it never feels overloaded and horrible um but i am ready to finish it and get to the next game um trails is an epic like it's an epic it the trilogy is a self-contained story that then also mandates what happens in the duology, which um, also then mandates what happens in the Trails of Cold Steel games. Um, so There's a lot the, to play. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot, and they're all long. I'm like almost 60 hours into this game. This is the first game. Like, given I've been doing a lot of side quests, but the side quests are good, and the story is great. It's it's this is a good story, and this may have my favorite JRPG heroine in it. Um, hmm. like easily, I think one of the best and most well-rounded female characters I have played in any JRPG, and I have had some good JRPG female characters. Um. Tifa, Yuna, um, Tear, um, Velvet, like there are good characters in some JRPGs. I, I'm, I know there's more people. I know I didn't say all the good ones. I'm sorry, um, but I'm just going off the top of my head and final. Somebody out there is saying, "What about this person?" James didn't mention this. Person. Oh, I got to mention Luca. She deserves some respect here. Um, Kid from Chrono Cross. Um, Luca, by the way, everyone for you children is from Chrono Trigger. Um, but like very good female characters exist. She may be the best one, um, for me. I can't say for certain because she has a whole three games <laughs> with her as the main character. You never know what could happen in those other games. So I don't know what could happen, but in this game alone, she is great. Like, very in the writing is so good this is like it, this is an anime it's a fucking anime that i'm playing but it's a well-written anime um and i'm thoroughly enjoying it um this is one of the first jrpgs i've gotten to the end of and i don't feel exhausted um and it's a long game so i'm looking forward to the other ones i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to try to play some of my switch games that aren't jrpgs in between them so I don't get burnt out just from the sheer JRPG overload. Um, mm. But yeah, good game. I recommend anyone play it. Um, really, if you like JRPGs, if you claim to like JRPGs, find a way to play it. These are good. These are good fucking... This is a this is good fuck story! Um, and it's not overly magical and so far we haven't fought God. Which, thank goodness like i i get so sick of fighting deities and mm -hmm. fucking video games like i know people love xenoblade chronicles the original one and it's a really really good game and i'm about to get a lot of flack for it but god damn it i did not like fighting god at the end i was boy i was like this is the masterpiece everyone loves and i was like 
he literally says, we're going to kill a god. And I was like, hmm, hmm. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, good game. Good game. That's me. Um, what have you guys been up to? Who wants to go? Uh, do you want to go first, Justin? Do you want me? Yeah, go ahead, Arnold. Okay, so I've done, um, I've, so, I could finally play, <laughs> oh no, hold on, let me start with the big one. So, I know what it is talk about. finally over. The Nuzlocke is done. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on. I need to send you a picture. This yeah. is the team that I beat him with. I lost three Pokemon. That includes Dustin. Okay, I'm break, sorry, Dustin. Break this, uh, I have to break this team down here. Oh, nice. Okay, so we got... So wow, much water. Wa- <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, like I told you. I told you I had a lot of water. So we have a Mighty Anna. We have a Gyarados. Yeah, so Mighty Anna is Paola, which I named after my <laughs> sister. Uh, Opto is the Swampert. Ah, <laughs> uh, Opto, Opto, a... Opto. Oh, Opto! I thought you said Octo. Octo is a friend of ours that listens to the podcast. Um, he would have fit very well with that. But okay, go ahead. Now would have got like a Snorlax man. What? <laughs> I ain't gonna do him like that. <laughs> anyway, um, go ahead. Um, next I have. Uh, James, which is my Gyarados. James, you almost fucking died. As much as my normal life, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You got that fucking Max Crit Dragon Rage on the Salamence. On, uh, Lance? No, it's not Lance. The Dragon, uh, Trainer. Uh, but you got, you made it through. (laughs) You almost died, but you made it through. Okay. And then, the bottom row of pretty much everyone who's died. (laughs) No. (laughs) Naruto died, which is my Ninetales. Dustin died, unfortunately. I was just... You weren't even high. Like, you were level... You're the lowest level, unfortunately. <laughs> but you, you know life, what? Bro. You killed a Bayonet, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. ghost, that ghost-type trainer, all of them, I think most of her ghosts have, like, curse, which is, like, scary. Okay. Yeah, curse is scary. Uh, yeah, because you, like, lose... You won 30 HP, like, every round, I think. Nice. And then Scrap Heap, my favorite Pokemon, died. Because I'm like, oh man, I don't have any thunder coverage. Oh wait, this rock Pokemon can learn thunder moves. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is uh, Agron, right? Yeah, this is Agron. As you can see, that was not a 100 IQ play. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the Nuzlocke is over. Um, um, I was planning um probably running another Nuzlocke on X and Y. Oh God. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I found I found the 3ds. Uh, I need to find my charger though. I didn't know you had X and Y. Uh, X, I think. Okay. Yeah, I need I to X. play that after I've played your Fire Emblem Echoes. Okay, yeah, that's all good. Shadow I mean, of Valentia. Uh, next is I finally got New Vegas to run properly. I was having trouble with that game because it kept crashing every minute. Um, but then I found a. Sweet, sweet mod that pretty much fixed that entire issue. I haven't had any jumps and uh, crashes since. I'm currently, oh, like, um, I'm enjoying the game. I'm enjoying the... It's kind of a bit weird because, cause, you know, it, the, the I'm used to, like, Fallout 4 gameplay. Mm-hmm. And going back a bit is... Eh. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've enjoyed... Um, I almost got my ass beat by uh, 
um, by uh, going to the. Hmm? I thought you were going to say Caesar's Legion. I know I'm about to kill them all, but hmm? I don't like Caesar's Legion. No, no I, one should like Caesar's Legion. I don't even really <laughs> like the NCR. I just I'm only going to join Are the NCR. The Oh, sorry. Temporarily, because I want the cool-looking armor from the intro of the game. Oh, my God. It looks cool, man. <laughs> um, but I, I decided I picked my ending. I'm going to pick the wild card ending, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. You Might should, just kill everyone. I know you started watching it a little bit when you were over at my place for a bit, but you should, um, I don't know if you're over here again or something, you should finish the H-Bomber guy video on it. Um, he fucking loves it. Like, he really loves fallout new vegas and it's just a nice fun funny video um i am not the biggest fan of the series but it is the most respected of the fallout games that i can think of like new vegas is a good game i played quite a lot of new Mm -hmm. vegas um never felt the urge to finish it i also got to a place in new vegas where i kept um getting shot up by caesar's legion because i i was I was fucking with Caesar's Legion a lot. I was like, look at them over there carrying them slaves. It'd be a shame if a bullet hit them in the head. <laughs> and they're like, you about to catch these hands. Yeah, and I shot too many slave owners. And much like in real life, they hunted me down. And <laughs> they, they, they killed me constantly. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. It's a good game, though. That's a good game. Um, I also got... Uh... The spiritual successor of it, uh, that rolled on my Switch, so I'll yeah. probably play it. Okay. On the on my <laughs> after I, I was just playing it for a bit yesterday because yeah. I was trying to remember everything. Okay. But I'm gonna beat uh, New Vegas first, and then I'm gonna take the Outer Worlds like you know on my breaks to work. Okay. So the reason I say this is that I was laughing yesterday because I saw Arnold. He's a friend of mine on Switch. I was looking at him play it on the Switch, and I was like, isn't this fool playing New Vegas right now? And I was like, <laughs> he's playing literally both Obsidian games. They're like at the same time. Um, but yeah. You know, you just got to double time it. You play one on the Switch in your hand, and then you turn around and you play it on the PC. <laughs> I'm just playing the space version, man. What's wrong? He's just like, sometimes I want to play New Vegas in space. Um, but okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, space Vegas. <laughs> is that all for you, Arnold? Uh, I think so. I don't think I've really been playing okay. anything else. Okay. Um, then we'll jump to Dustin. What you been up to? Um, so I am. Uh, I I bought a Ring Fit Adventure uh, like two weeks ago, I guess. Now, mm-hmm. um, I had not actually played it because I was still kind of getting some stuff taken care of. Um, but I I did that on Thursday and to show how I'll long it's been since i did extensive exercise i did a pretty intensive uh, workout but my my legs still are Um, (laughs) i love laughing at people about this not laughing at them i just know how that feels so my connection keeps hiccuping so i apologize if i skip or blank out at any point because i'm missing stuff every once in a while it's very strange oh okay so what did you say james oh i was gonna say i'm not laughing at you per se but i was laughing because I've been there, sometimes I haven't. I won't work out for a long period of time, and then when you resume working out, that soreness lasts for like multiple days. Um, yes, and I remember because Ring Fit um, about a year or so ago, I hadn't worked out for quite some time, and I got Ring Fit, and I started. 
Um, and Ring Fit has definitely actually helped me catalyze to where I am now, where I am working out more mm-hmm. regularly. Um, and the day after I did Ring Fit, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why is Nintendo trying to hurt me now? <laughs> like I was like, what is this? It is a good thing because, and, and Dustin can now attest to this, like, it makes you squat. Like, yeah. You can't get it's away like, with it. low enough. Yes. Lower. They're like, (laughs) and you're like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you go lower? That's you're the problem. here. You're the problem. Um, I think ring fit is a great way to work out if you're working out by yourself and you're wanting to do something where you're trying to make sure you're doing everything correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not the best on the on the planet, but it's pretty darn good. Yeah, um, and it also does like it, it. The like people think, oh, it's exercising, so it can't be that fun. It actually will get you involved. It's like it gamifies it in such a way that you can actually it'll, you'll stick with it better because you're like, well, now I got to finish the level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it's very effective. Um, I'm glad. You, um, are you enjoying the story and the gameplay and everything? It's goofy. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> I like it too. It's fun. Um. Have you done? I your like first... the uh, the villain. That's who's what the, I was say. Yeah. The, sh- the randomly shredded dragon. Yes, and um, the <laughs> boss battles are hilarious with him because you, one, you got to jump up them steps just to get to him. Um, yeah, you got to jump up the steps, and then you got to do your little attacks with your reps. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well designed um, because I've been doing a little bit more intense workouts lately. I haven't gone back to it, but I've wanted to kind of go back to it. Um, because it's just really well done. Um, I because I've as everyone knows on this podcast, I've been sick for about two weeks, so I just haven't worked out since then. So I know going back to working out is going to be a butt. Um, but if I wasn't working out with somebody, I probably would go to Ring Fit first to kind of resume it. Um, but yeah, Ring Fit's good. I like it. I'm it glad is. you're enjoying it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I? Uh, I watched some Christmas movies this week, of course, because mm. it's you know holidays. I was just in a family. Um, uh, of all things, I actually I realized that I have not watched all of Gurren Lagann, and so I went back and started watching it to finish it. So, oh really? Wow. Yeah, I realized I missed some of it, so I'm going to go back and like watch it because it was on TV. I think when I started watching it initially. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yep. Um. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I'll probably have some more news in the future as I go back and watch some stuff. I played some Fighter Z. I meant to mention that too. I played Fighter Z with a uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, however you pronounce it, um, with a friend of mine in Hawaii, actually. Um, and surprisingly enough, I've complained about my connection before. Um, it won't let me do certain things but for some reason fighting game even though it's like across the world now it's going to be fine no no lag here for some reason because it's fighters yeah i guess the netcode must be pretty solid what's ironic is that the new guilty gear netcode wouldn't even let me connect at first and like we didn't get it to work and so we played fighters instead and it worked fine Um, yeah it's fun i realized fighting games i knew this already but it was a reminder that fighting games are much more fun with people you know yes 
because you don't play some rando who makes you angry because they're either really good at the game or they're really cheap. Yeah. (laughs) And I think fast-paced fighters like fighters, (laughs) the Dragon Ball Z fighters, um, Mm -hmm. it works because of the fast-paced nature of them. Um, Mm -hmm. You always can come close or can win matches with people who are somewhat better than you. In those kinds mm-hmm. of games, um, as long as you're yeah. not playing a, a quarter circular, and I use that as a term yeah. of people who are like overly technical and like they're they're trying to become the next like Sonic Fox. Yeah, the people who have they have mastered their blockchain, their block uh, blockchains, and their um, neutral games, so that as soon as you make a mistake, you get comboed to death. Yeah, probably people who use the term like wave dashing. Um, anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. That's nice. Good. I will say this too. This is just a side note. Um, I went and watched some videos because another friend of mine um, uh, like does research on these things when he mm-hmm. plays. Like He wants to like actually study up on it so he's like getting better at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people in the community have gotten, um, especially with the lack of tournaments right now, have really dedicated some more of their time to making like videos to like teach people how to play some of the games. And I appreciate that. Nice. So that's how you get more inclusive with the, with the community is you make videos and be like, hey, so you may be intimidated by this, but this is how this works. Yeah, that's that's cool then. I, I approve of that uh, when it comes to it. I still am kind of a retiree of fighting games. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that too. I just, I, I just, it's not that they're not fun. I just can't enjoy them um, with mm-hmm. most people, but... They are good, and I also don't like the monetization stuff that's on it. But yeah, they, I definitely don't like that. Yeah, but they're good. They're good. Um, but cool. Also, what's funny is I, uh, what's funny too is the logic of picking characters in fighting games. Because right now, I'm thinking about playing fighters enough, mm-hmm. like semi regularly, with this friend, another friend of mine, to actually try to like get better at it again mm-hmm. um to actually you know like learn characters once more mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm having to like i'm trying to pick out a team right now and it's just a struggle because i have to pick three characters to learn instead of one go tinks yumcha gohan and they're usually who i pick sorry say what i said go tinks i'm having another hiccup here oh. on my internet sorry. i was gonna say go tinks yumcha and gohan are who i usually go for <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny is I like the character a lot. I've mentioned some of the characters I like, I think, in Dragon Ball before. Um, but there's the thing about fighting games, is especially fighting games like that, there's the mixture of like finding the character that you like because you like the character, but also you enjoy playing the character. Mm-hmm. And um, what's funny is the character I gravita- wound up gravitating towards the most is actually Future Trunks. Um, because his level three super is a command grab, and I like grapplers, but he's not like a full grappler. Mm, I know what you mean. Future Trunks is pretty cool. Um, I don't know why I don't play him a lot, even though he's much higher up on my list of. Actually, I'm pretty good with him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good though. I like Trunks. Future Trunks is cool. Yep. Uh, and Yamcha, I did really well with this part, of course. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, what's funny too is that my friend is like, I'm not. I like Goku Black is really good. I would probably like how Goku Black plays. I can't stand him because he always beats me in arcade mode. <laughs> I don't like playing as Goku Black. Um, I don't like playing as any of the Gokus. Um, 
but yeah, I haven't tried, Well, I haven't said that. I haven't played Kid Goku. I probably would enjoy playing as him, but I mm-hmm. he's DLC and I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. And speaking of, I uh, one last thing, and I'll stop rambling about fighters. Um, what's funny to me is that like they announced the last DLC characters for the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess we should have mentioned the news. News, but anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's continues the trend of being Goku, Goku mm-hmm. and Vegeta, Goku yeah. versus Vegeta, the fighting game. Because one of them is another Vegeta. It's Baby from uh, yeah. GT, who's from just GT. a guy in Vegeta's body, and, and it's Gogeta. One. So it's yep. the. Another fusion of it's, Goku and Vegeta. It's another combination of Goku or Vegeta. And that's usually yeah, what happens. It's, it's actually kind of lame. It's kind of lame. Yeah. But, but they, they know where their money is. But, because most people love those characters. But they're also scraping the barrel at this point because they're using GT characters. They really are. So it's Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Well, don't they don't have a lot of characters left. And they need to use them from somewhere. And people can crap on... Clearly, GT we need... Hmm? Lunch DLC. We need lunch DLC. That's, That's a girl character. They ain't gonna do that. No, forbidden. They ain't gonna do that. That's a that's There's a girl character. A of girl characters with. That's a girl character who isn't overly sexual. Like their Majin. You know what's creation. funny too is I think if they put. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, was, I feel like oh, I no. keep interrupting. I was just saying like their Majin Buu creation. Um, but oh yeah, Android Twenty One. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, you know, I, uh, my joke was going to be if they put launch in the game, that that Toriyama would be like, "Who's this character? I, I don't recognize this one." No, I don't. I don't remember using this one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but okay. Um, let's let's finalize the episode. Good patch notes. Let us jump into our key items. Key items is a part of the podcast where we discuss well what the hell the podcast is about. So let's hop into it, gentlemen, shall we? Let's talk about for this holiday episode ish. What gaming has gifted to you? Um, it's just three things. I thought about doing this just for fun. Um, just talk about something and, and like if ours overlaps if we don't get to all three yada 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 whatever but i just want to kind of talk about some stuff that we feel that if gaming wasn't part of our lives like what would be different what would be um important would be impactful stuff like that um anyone can start really whenever you want uh i guess I- i'll start i'm gonna th- I- i'm gonna thank gaming for making me not sleep all night. Now I'm joking. Uh-uh. Uh, I guess something that I've gotten from my time playing games is that... Now you might <laughs> disagree with this. I feel like I've gotten this now that I've gotten older. Okay. Is that I'm actually... uh, I want to say become more patient. If you agree with that or not. A bit more. Not a whole bunch. <laughs> A bit more. I know who I am. So here's the joke, everybody. So everyone knows I'm not ripping on Arnold's decision or anything like that. I've known Arnold since he was a wee baby Seamus. Like, um, 
for a very long time. Most most of his life, actually, um, and all of his formative years, and uh, um, outside the diaper stage. But Arnold's making a joke because, um, well, you know, Arnold, you you're not the most impatient of your siblings. That goes to your brother. Um, so like, yeah, all aren't talking about him. Right? He's, yeah, he's surely the most patient of people. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I will say. I can't disagree with that, though, what you're saying. If you feel that gaming has helped you become more patient, I can see that. Um, it's interesting that you chose that one, but... What do you, what do you think I'd say? Oh, no, I don't think you would have said it at all, necessarily, but I think gaming has also given you more an appreciation for older games. But mm. because of that, I can see where you say you've become more patient from it because older games require patience. Newer games do not. Um, instant gratification is instant the way. That's, that's part of where the DLC came from, right? You just right. buy a thing. Don't worry about unlocking it. Right. At most, I'll I'll give it to the Soulsborne's games for kind of inciting some patience. But even then, like they are just utilizing the ideas and stuff from other games that have come before them. But... If you're not playing a Nintendo game, usually you're not going to be waiting. But I will definitely say because you've played older games and because you've gotten into Soulsborne's games through gaming, I can see what you mean where you've become more patient through games. Um, and maybe you should, maybe I'm over here taking over. You elaborate a little bit. Like, what are you? What do you mean by that? Well, and you cut out a bit. Say it again. Oh, I was saying that I'm over here taking over. Why don't you elaborate a little bit? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what? Do well, you- like so, like I've been. You know, I was, when I was younger, I played more AAA games that yeah. were not, like, I honestly didn't really learn anything from games back when I was a kid. I just played them because, oh, look, here's Call of Duty, a million, no, it's not really, like, Modern Warfare 3, I'm going to go shoot up a whole bunch of people. Hey, fun, but then, like, two minutes later, I'm going to start yelling at this TV. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that I've not, not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Actually, I am saying there's something wrong with that. I'm not. I'm taking back my words. There is something wrong if you're yelling at a TV mm-hmm. like that. Um, but as I've gotten older, I feel like I've come to appreciate um, better quality of games than what I used to play. I understand that um, that I've I should you know use my time more on actually enjoying a game than just playing a game that's like okay I'm gonna get the the high real quick for like a minute and then be sad for another 10 minutes mm-hmm. did you and so, pace yourself yeah so I, like yeah so i can pace myself and i think i've gotten that from gaming and that to actually enjoy my time playing games okay. and, and just to enjoy time I, I believe yeah that's a fair one that's a good one i like yeah it. that is a good one i like it yeah, I was going to say, I actually watched part of a thing the other day talking about, um, of all things, m- transactions in Grand Theft Auto Online. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of what Arnold, or I thought of it, was saying about actually enjoying your time playing a game. And that was part of the problem with some of the grind in that game um, that they've included to monetize. It was like, it's not fun <laughs> to yep. get the fun stuff. You have to spend so much not fun time that people would be like, okay, I'll just buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't completely understand. But anyway. Yeah. You want to go, Dustin? 
Yeah, um, I'll, I'll pick up on what I was talking about a minute ago. When I was in um, college, a lot of my friend group in undergrad was I was not very extroverted in high school um, and, and didn't know a lot of people, um, especially because I moved right before high school. So that was awkward when you're shy anyway. Uh, but when I was in college, uh, fighting games were actually like the unifier of my friend group. Like that's how everybody met each other. Mm-hmm. Um, was via fighting games, which is kind of odd. Um, but because I remember I met somebody through a random conversation, but then what brought us, uh, what how he and I got together with a larger group was playing Guilty Gear in, the, uh, in one person's dorm room, like playing Guilty Gear X2. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's funny because then through that we wound up doing uh, one of the one of the RAs when I was in college in one of the boys' dorms, uh, freshman boys' dorms, did a game night for his like event that he would organize. He would do like fighting games and things like that for his like you know hall event. Yeah, and that was like a connection point with us and some other people that kind of carried on. It, it kind of thinned out a little bit after my sophomore year when we didn't all have a, a shared yeah. room. Yeah, that happened. Um, but initially there was like, there was a, there was a year I spent where we, our room was like the gathering point for people mm-hmm. to play Smash Brothers Melee and Guilty Gear X2 and Street Fighter Third Strike mm-hmm. and Naruto Ninja Tyson 4, which was at that point had to be, we had to use a, a, um, somebody bought a, a friend of mine bought a, one of those little things that lets you play Japanese games on the GameCube so we could play it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to allow it to have that access. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I but yeah, it. it was fun. It was it was a community building thing. That's a good um, one. Um, that's a good yeah. one. I'm going to piggyback off yours. That's l- almost literally what I was going to say for me. Um, a big thing was um, video gaming. I think as you were talking, I was reflecting on my answer in that video games have allowed me to grow closer to most people i have considered friends are close people are not even video games just games in general um dustin funny enough i always like to make jokes about this um me and dustin are now really good friends but i met dustin through D, and he was the least the person i knew the least about at the time and then dustin actually became basically a meme because dustin lived too far from campus at the time and we would we would video <laughs> Dustin's voice in, and audio Dustin's voice in. He was like a, a deity in the room, and we were like <laughs> we were like when Dustin was playing, we would always be like, "Hey, Dustin!" And like um, over time through D and D and then just video game talk, um, me and Dustin became closer and talked a lot. And it's really funny because I actually, funny enough, I don't talk to anyone else out of that group anymore, <laughs> um, and. Um, I say this, that's just Dustin, but then Arnold and his brother, um, one of the big connecting points for me and them was my Xbox. Of course, they were just using me for video games at the time, and I understand it completely. <laughs> um, but, like, it was a big thing. Um, oh, man. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was um, still fairly new in my um, romantic relationship with my fiance at the time. We were already been friends for, like, four years at that point. But, mm-hmm. like, um... It it was a big connection point. Um, I over time through osmosis have gotten her into video games 
Um, my friend Sarah, like, we literally connected well, over fuck, the... you just say osmosis? Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, 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 my friend Sarah, we connected, like I've told the story on the podcast before, we connected through like literally her DS. Um, and at the time I would just really come to her dorm and just watch her play Final Fantasy 11 and watch really, 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 really stupid ass fucking youtube videos at the time and we were like that's what you do when you're our age yeah like like you really early youtube videos early youtube garbage and like that was a big point me and my friends would go on bike rides in college to like to the local gaming store which was great they had a cat named bowser um but like it these were my connection points um my one of my friends for years um me and him played video games constantly together and stuff like that smash brothers with my friend justin like video games for me oh my friend sheena she listens to this podcast like we bonded strongly over league of legends and stuff like that and um, one of the few things to get good things to come right right (laughs) um and if you ever play league of legends with me um she she always would laugh, and the one big things was that um, when I played League of Legends, I would say really ridiculous things that were both weird and sometimes sexual, and it would freak people out because I don't normally talk like that. But when I started talking with League, I'm, I'm very positive and motivative um, for stuff like that. But, like, yeah, video games are a big connection point. Like Dustin was saying, they create bonds, I think, with friends when, when used properly. And um, yeah, I, I I completely want to piggyback off what Dustin said. I think that's a very good one. Um, yeah, let's let's actually do um, one more. Arnold, you got another one? Oh, I got another one. Um, I feel like. Hmm. And by one more, I mean one more for each of us. <laughs> Sorry. What? Just me? No, just all of us. All of us. <laughs> just, oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Um, I think what gaming, uh, something I've got from gaming is that I need to step back from like, I you know we bring up Dark Souls and I'll be impatient and stuff, but mm-hmm. I also think that Dark Souls was like at one point when I almost became like an elitist. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> I was and there. while you know, um, <laughs> come on, man. Go ahead, Arnold. I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. I am. See you later. But but you know after seeing from other games that I've played, mm-hmm. how uh, you know how how stupid um, it is to gatekeep other people from enjoying your favorite game just because they don't play it the way you uh, you should. You know, uh, it's opened my eyes for a better uh, a better man. You and Dustin be taking perspective. That's <laughs> because we looked at your notes. Jeff. You shouldn't have left it. You shouldn't have left your notes on your desk, okay? We plagiarized you like those designs. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you went to the bathroom and we're like, let's look at his test answers. Man, I completely agree with you, though, Arnold. I completely agree um, with everything you're saying because I, I made a joke about Arnold and the, the get good shit that comes from Dark Souls and everything like that. But he, like, no one who's really into gaming is above that. No one. No one I know, anyway. None of my friends. Like, we all have had a conceited jackass personality about something in games that we were good at 
or that we enjoy. Um, and I think over time, the merit of what makes someone, I think, a good gamer, um, the importance of what makes a person a good gamer, in my opinion, what allows you to be called capital G gamer, you know, is that ability to remove yourself from that toxicity and grow from that. And like what Arnold is saying, like, so Arnold's was Dark Souls. That was his thing. Arnold's brother's big thing was Call of Duty. Um, for me, it was the idea and concept that um, I played JRPGs and I play really tough platformers and arcade games. And it gave me that get good stuff. You know, I had like Devil May Cry and the Mega Man games and um, all of the JRPGs that were out back then. And it made you think you were smarter than other gamers who played like the sports games or just the pure action games or, you know, platformers and stuff like that. Unless, of course, they were Mega Man, you know. Um, funny enough, people all the time may hear me nowadays and on the podcast and stuff, they may think, oh, that's a Nintendo kid, um, or something like that. When I didn't have a Nintendo system for years and I didn't love Nintendo ever, um, not once. As a matter of fact, I went through a period where I just shat on Nintendo for like, Almost a decade. <laughs> you were a Sega kid, weren't you? I was a Sega kid originally. I was a Sega kid, then a PlayStation kid. Um, oh, Sony. Mm-hmm. I was that's a Sony. Why you're so, that's why you're so judgmental in those Sony. Yeah. I was you once. Yeah, I was. I am very, very, very critical of people who only think about Sony as gaming because, one, it's not, but it's also like I was there. At the beginning with Sony, I was there. I was one of those people who said stupid bullshit um, that about games that weren't Sony. I was like, you know, I just can't enjoy a game if it's not on my PlayStation, which is like one of the dumbest things you can ever utter out your mouth. Like it's you can enjoy a game from anybody if it's a good game, you know, just try it, motherfucker. Um, and like what Arnold is saying, like the gatekeeping thing. I I don't ever think I was ever fully a gatekeeper um, in gaming. I was an asshole, but not a gatekeeper. I was definitely one of those people that was like, you should play this game. And then if someone failed it, I was go, ha, ha, ha. You have to try harder and grow stronger. I'm such a dick. Like, you know, um, but I've never been a gatekeeper close to that. Um, but I get what Arnold is saying. And I can definitely say learning more about the video game world has changed that for me um i also think just time and maturity like you become older you stop being such a dick um but yeah i mean i don't know some people never change some people don't but then those people are going to be alone for the rest of their lives um (laughs) but yeah um dustin what about you um yeah my big one was that one (laughs) that we mentioned earlier i'm trying to i was trying to like oh that's fine Um, um I, have I will one. say too. Um, yeah, I can pick up a little bit on what you guys were saying. I know when I was in in that same time when I was playing a lot of fighting games, it would get frustrating at times to deal with um, cases where, like you know, you had practiced and you you had people that you know you 
played against regularly that you also knew were good. And it was frustrating occasionally when you had somebody who was just a button masher. <laughs> you know what I mean? It made you feel like, oh, yeah, you put all this effort into it, and then they just kind of goofed around and managed to still still do okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I but, can understand um, that. Um, I've never been upset when they were button mashing, but I always would be like, okay, now it's time for you to face my wrath. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would just get like my strongest character or something like that. But I get what right. you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, otherwise, like, also on that note, I mean, too, um, just, like, being able to kind of picking up what I was piggybacking on what I was doing, like, talking about previously, also when I was, um, for a period there when I was working and away, far away from everybody, being able to connect with people through games online kind of helped keep some connections going where it was difficult sometimes because I wasn't seeing people, like, face-to-face very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll close out, um, for this one and just give my last one. Um, my big one is a, it's a weird one. It's not a very tangible one. You can't just sum it up in a word or two, but like the appreciation of people. And what I mean by that is, is that gaming is not just about the gamer and that controller and then playing the game. And when I rant and I rumble and I go crazy on this podcast or in like actual life as Arnold and Dustin will know I don't do it just to shit on a game company um almost everything I criticize here I have been a fan of or I've enjoyed at some point in my life for various reasons and they are almost all attached in some form to an emotional component um the scene in Final Fantasy IX where Zidane and Vivi are peeing over an edge in their bonding was a big point for me because my best friend and I, I would name the characters after the two closest like characters at that time. And that was a big point because it felt like something me and him would do. And that was a big bonding point. Our, um, hearing my friends get excited about a video game that I may not even give a fuck about um is a big improvement for me and something i can in always enjoy or watching someone play or the fact that my first gaming system was given to me by my um my grandmother um um, my late grandmother on my dad's side and that was the first thing that initiated me to becoming a nerd and a big thing you know um thinking of the creators and the writers and the developers are big important part and um Video gaming is something that, you know, most people need to learn to value and understand that, like, it's not just about you getting your jollies off on a video game system. Like, people do work behind these things. That's why people complain. That's why people want workers to be represented and well taken care of. Or why, why when a game comes out, people, and I bitch... The graphics aren't everything because the game is just poorly done. You know, there's a reason because it's like you're giving up your money. You're paying $60 for this. And these are things that, like, I don't think gamers want to talk about because I guess it makes them feel sad. But it's an important part of gaming. And the more you talk about it, the more or the less it happens you know, and the less sad you have to be. 
Um, like with anything, even the current political climate, like you don't want to keep seeing negative things on the news. You don't like feeling bad because you have a Confederate flag on your car, <laughs> you know, S then stop, grow and improve, talk and change. You know, no one, including myself, is beyond improvement or change and stuff. And this podcast and gaming and learning about things helps me grow. There was a time where I was so anti-Dark Souls that I would just say they were garbage games, which is really weird and was hypocritical of me at the time because I had all of them <laughs> and and I had played them all, you know, and nowadays I can speak and say, I just don't like them. Like, I think they're all overhyped, but to say that they're bad games would be a disservice to gaming. It would be stupid. It would be dumb. And I think that's one big part of gaming is about growing in people, kind of like what we've been saying throughout this whole thing. Um, and I think it reflects in the games that we play. You know, Pokemon is the best example right now. You know, you go from the best Pokemon Squirrel to becoming um, the second best Pokemon Blastoise. <laughs> These are... <laughs> It's not talking about Venusaur. Arnold's so, like, uh, you are so close. And now look at you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but that's yeah. my big takeaway. I just feel yeah. That, like, yeah, go ahead, Dustin. I think, I think you're right. Kind of level up metaphorically here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going right. Keep going right. Because the screen's going to stop. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like this episode. Um, it's a nice little heartwarming one. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you gotta have your heartwarming holiday special. You know how it goes. Yeah. Next next year I do a Krampus style one where we talk about horrible Krampus shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know a lot of people at the end of the year, they do their top gaming list or whatever crap they want to do. Um, I feel that one... That's done so much everywhere, and we we could just talk about like w if we love a game whenever. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's an important thing to just be like you know yeah just sit back and do that. Now I will say this: at some point I do want to do like our top twenty five games, but it probably won't be at the end of the year. It'll just be a thing that we collaborate and put together. Um, but yeah, I hope you did enjoy this episode of Key Items. Um, and you think about what gaming has done for you and you reflect on that and you like, you know, let us know, give us your comments. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. I am as always your host, James, and I am always joined by Dustin and Arnold. And uh, thank you and have a wonderful end of the year. Happy holidays. Yep. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Bye. Thank you for playing.